You Dang, are old enough to know oh, not to try and pursue a girl who's under the age of 18. I thought he watched Surviving R. Kelly. <laughs> what? How <laughs> 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 he learned though. I thought I thought people learned this lesson already. He watched Surviving R. Kelly. July the 10th. And yes, we made it through 4th of July weekend. But for some reason, fools are out here popping effing fireworks. And they still are on my block. People are still popping fireworks. I don't know why. But it don't matter. We're here. We're fine. We're safe. Welcome to episode 109 of the Struggle Game Podcast. I'm your host, the host of the most, hashtag Luke Cage, IRL, Reckless Fox, a.k.a. Black East Howard, a.k.a. Leader of the Black Mishima Zaibatsu, a.k.a. Black Lightning, a.k.a. Stack Shop No Dreads, a.k.a. The Pow, the, 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 the Time, Fire Time, Fire Time, Smash Ult Champion between me and my boy GC. Rock with me today, right now, for the first time in a while. Miss Jen, aka Jen from Morphin Network, aka Jenny, aka Jen Pink, aka hashtag Daddy Ryu, Daddy Ryu is mine. Hashtag Stop asking for bathwater. Jen, take it away. Hey guys. Our newest <laughs> member of the family. Yes, I have watched a lot of Fast and the Furious. My dad watched Hobbs and Shaw for the first time. We got the newest member of the family. The newest member of the Struggle Game Podcast. Mr. Alicate Indicate, aka Aloe, aka Alphonse, aka. I don't know, Russ. You, you, you can tell us I, your other nicknames. What's up? I don't know, dude. The only other nickname that people call me in my college, like Alpha Fonzo, it's like, God, dude, that, that's a whole other story behind that shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. I'm like the least alpha person in the group, yet they all call me Alpha Fonzo. I guess that's just how much, how much they love me. <laughs> Alright then, and my opening comment is People Tron 3 is in the works, guys. If y'all don't know me, Tron Tron is one of my favorite Disney franchises, and I go hard in the paint for Tron Legacy, which is for me, my Highland Highlander. If y'all have never seen Talladega Nights, Ricky Bobby's always like Highlander is the greatest movie of our generation. I'm the nigga who will probably say Tron Legacy is the greatest movie of our generation. And let me tell you, Tron 3 is coming, and Daft Punk is coming back, bruh. I cannot wait. With that being said, let's get started. We got some things to talk about right now. <laughs> Yo, shout out to everyone who's in here, guys. I greatly appreciate it. Uh, shout out to our new followers. Shout out to everyone, guys. We greatly appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. Uh, I want to do some housekeeping. Um, to everyone who's coming in right now, thank you guys very much. We um we do all this these podcasts live here on Twitch every weekend. So if you haven't yet, be sure to follow me on Twitch.tv slash reckless fox. Chat, we love you, we adore you. Thank you guys so much for always coming in for letting us be your virtual neighbor during these uh troubling times because we know with, with COVID out here, Cali's tripping, Texas is tripping, New York's tripping, and them and them fools in Florida are tripping too. Specifically. The niggas hey. in Florida, okay. Hey, hey, our I, big boss. We don't want to talk about Florida. Not okay. Not all Florida. I will say not all Florida. Some of y'all in Florida are cool, but the other seventy percent of Floridians, y'all need to just just chill. Please just chill. All right, stop it. No, no. Anyways, but 
Thank you guys so much for, for your continued support. We greatly appreciate it. And as we always say, guys, closed mouths don't get fed. Let us know how you what you guys feel. Y'all know I know what we're talking about. We're talking about the death threats to Laura Bailey, which I'm finna uh, I'm finna go off on on fools on Twitter tonight. We're talking about more uh, more stuff going on in the Smash community. Um, Nintendo Treehouse was earlier today, and um, EA might be in trouble again. Um, but yeah. So let us know how you guys feel about these certain topics that we're going to be talking about. And as we always say, guys, close mouths don't get fed. Let us know. Talk to us. We're here for you. We're here for you. But, you know, we can always take an email. So you can then, now, forever, email us at strugglegamingbookings at gmail.com. That's strugglegamingbookings at gmail.com. For any questions, comments, search, business requires all that good stuff. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Type Struggle Game. Bang Struggle Games. I'll be home. You can also find us on you. You guys can find us on our YouTube and our Instagram. You can find us on our YouTube page at Scrub Club Gaming. And you can find us on our Instagram at the Scrub Club Podcast. That's Instagram at the Scrub Club Podcast. And you want and our home base, find us on our home base, soundcloud.com slash game. That's soundcloud.com slash game for previous episodes of the Scrub Club Retrospective Reviews. Scrub Center presents the Scrub Lounge and our flagship show of the Struggle Gaming Podcast, Podcast, Podcast. You want to get a hold of any of us? You want some private critique, Tom? You want to holler, just holler at your boy. You can holler at me on Twitter, Instagram at the Reckless underscore Fox, YouTube Reckless underscore Fox, and find all the latest game content on Twitch.tv slash Reckless Fox. Miss Jen, where can they find you? If I'm on Instagram, at Jen Messina. That is E N M E S I N A. You can find me on Twitter at Jen. All right then, Alika Indicate. Where can they find you? Uh, Y'all can find me over at twitch.tv slash allocateindicate and also on Instagram with underscore allocateindicate underscore and then on Twitter you can find me with allocateindicate without the E's at the end. Alright then with that being said, let's get started. So Jen, it's been a while since we heard from you. How's quarantine life? (laughs) Going well, I've just been working from home all the time. Okay. I love it. I really do. Now it's like, it's like, it's really funny. I wake up at 7.40 a.m. just to clock in at 8 a.m. All right, then. Uh, what about yeah, you? It's just, Al- it's just oh. been boring. And lately, I don't know. I'm not about you, but like, I've kind of stopped worrying about like, you know, I still wash my hands. It's still clean, but I'm not as about it as before. Uh-oh. I'm so, getting so. really tired of like, <sighs> Jenna. being super antsy. Jen, I have I have to hit you with this then. If you if wait, so you are you telling me you're you're not really washing your hands no more? I am washing my hands. I'm just saying is I'm not going like I'm not like disinfecting super everything. I'm not going like crazy about it. Coronavirus! Coronavirus! <laughs> I'm okay. Allo, what about you, bro? How 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 has Joey been? Because we talked to y'all, we talked to you last week. So what's up, man? What's new? Let's see what's new. Uh, I'm finally back in uh, so good old Los Angeles because I was in uh, San Francisco last week hey. for a pretty good party too. For, yep. And then right now, just been chilling, just modding, participating in other streams. Been playing uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses again because it's been a year since I actually played that game. Funny, funny enough, that game came out on my birthday. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, and it was your birthday this week? No, it was because. Three Houses came out on the 26th, and oh. the 26th is going to be on a Sunday. Oh, okay. Well, happy belated then. That's the case, bro. Belated. 
birthday to y'all early. Oh, God. You, you I think you said, okay, fine. Well, happy future <laughs> birthday. Happy future <laughs> birthday, okay? <laughs> Anyways. Well, uh, my week's been good. Uh, I started my new job. I'm now a tutor. So if you guys got if you guys got kids who need help, let me know. Uh, we'll we'll talk prices. Um, also, I've been playing a lot of Final Fantasy VII Remake. I will say this right now. Once again, I love Final Fantasy VII Remake. I really do like this game. There are certain things about the game that I'm not a fan of. I will say this right now. Um, I, I can't give you an in depth review of it, but there are some things that I just scratch my head, like. The boss, like, if y'all, if y'all play Final Fantasy VII Remake, the boss fight where you fight the dude on the motorcycle, who's supposed to be a soldier like Cloud, this, this fool is doing breakdance moves on a friggin' motorcycle. I understand that this is a Japanese, a game made from Japan, but let me tell you, that boss fight was on the certain levels of stupid, like riding breakdancing geckos in Metal Gear Solid 4. That was stupid, and this was stupid. <laughs> but that and um what do you call it so next week i'm gonna i'm actually gonna tell you right now this is an announcement so next week guys uh next weekend i will not be in town i'm gonna i'll be back saturday um next saturday because i have the review i have not review i have to interview karen ashley from my more from power rangers I, that review, that review is next that not review that interview is next saturday uh, I'm actually excited about it, but I, I'm heading out of town Wednesday, and I'll be back Saturday afternoon, hopefully before 3 o'clock, because the interview's at 4. Um, other than that, I mean, like I said, this week's been pretty productive. Um, I was supposed to get my I was supposed to get my root canal, but my insurance didn't kick in, and I want to I give a big shout out to my agent um, for uh, helping me out. So, my, my insurance didn't kick in, and kicks in next week. Uh, the dentistry that I was going to, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like, like put them on blast. But they were gonna charge me a cancellation fee, and I do not know how much cancellation fees are. And I'm on the phone with my agent, and she's like, "Now she's from Chicago, and, I'm, and I don't know if anyone's ever had a friend, a female friend from Chicago. But let me tell you right now, people in Chicago go hard in the paint for their." For their clients and stuff, with clients or employers or coworkers or whatnot. So I'm telling, them, like, yeah, they're about to charge, give me a cancellation. She's like, and the professionalism went out the window. She's like, uh, uh, oh, no, 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 give me the phone, give Barbie the phone right now. I'm like, no, like, no, 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 dude, dude it's okay, like, no, 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 no. They finna charge you a cancellation fee. Give, give them the phone. Give them the phone. The lady was like, okay, so we're not gonna charge. She, I didn't give her the phone, but the lady came back. She's like, okay, we're not gonna hit you with a cancellation fee. Um, we're going, but we are, uh, rescheduling you for the 22nd. So my root canal is on the 22nd, uh, uh, not this week, but next week. But yeah, my agent was finna cuss them out. And she was like, what they do? And I'm like, they can't, they, uh, they ain't not charge me the cancellation. She's like, all right, just make it sure. If they do, you call me back. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Oh. Yeah. So, and like I said, I started my tutoring and it's pretty good money right now. Because, and honestly, I was talking to my coworker, and we said, we were talking about this, and for those I don't know, I, I'm, a, I'm trying to become a teacher, so I do work with, uh, I do work for, I do work at a school, and so what happened was, um, my coworker uh, told me that, likely or not, and this, for anyone who's in, anyone who's trying to teach in LUSD, you might want to listen to this, so, um, they are, likely or not, I don't, I don't, they haven't confirmed, but likely or not, don't take my word for this they might do the hybrid teaching where 
um, your kids will be going to school on certain days and they will be staying home to do uh, online school uh, on other days. So and if that's the case, I can probably this is a this is a good path for people who are paraprofessionals and sped teachers to start tutoring and making extra money. So uh, for those of y'all who are trying to get a job in that, and if you're trying to become a tutor, um, do it, man, like, and help these kids. Because, yeah, it, you're going to get paid. You're going to get paid pretty well. But at the same time, you're helping kids. And helping kids is something that I want to do. I it, That's kind of my passion because, you know, being, you know, growing up in an environment where, like, teachers were pretty much your inspiration on doing things. And because they see something in you that they actually give a shit about. And they believe that you are the future. So for all my future teachers out there, do you keep hustling and make sure that you're doing it with good intentions? Okay. Don't like uh, Walter Jones from my more power. You said this to me earlier today, and he said that do, uh, do what you love to do. And if you make money off it, good, but, but do what you love doing, whether you get big money or not. That's what he told me earlier today. So shout out to Walter Jones. That interview with Walter Jones will be up on Morphin Network uh, this coming Monday. And tomorrow I am actually interviewing Wally Ringert from Power Rangers in Space, the voice of Psycho Blue, who also is the voice of the Riddler in the Batman Arkham games, as well as Renji from Bleach. He was also the vo- He's also done voiceover for uh, Naruto and Boruto as well. So yeah, that's going to be really exciting. So I'm actually really excited about that. So... Well, I mean, uh, look at the chat. That's pretty cool. That's amazing. Thank you, guys. Thank you. I greatly appreciate it. All right. So, with that being said, let's get started. So, quick news. I'm gonna, I want to hit y'all with some quick news very quickly. And this is I, I'm gonna look on my Instagram. I'm gonna look on the podcast Instagram real quick. So, uh, once again, guys, uh, Tron Three just got confirmed, and it's a the sequel to John Krasinski. Um, Krasinski's Tron Legacy has finally been confirmed to be in the works with Disney Music Executive. Um, Mitchell Lieb saying timing is right and that they have an already phenomenal script. So, yeah, let's get started. Awesome. And last piece of quick news. If you guys are more for Network fans, um, the final episode of Pocket Dimension will be out um, on the 21st of July for our twenty for our thir- second year anniversary. So, everyone who's at, everyone's been asking if you are a Morphin Network fan... And if you're looking for Pocket Dimension, go on your tw- go on your Twitter or your Instagram and say at Morphinet, it's, um, Pocket Dimension comes down the 21st. Just letting y'all know right now. With that being said, let's get started. Um, first piece of news, and this actually just happened today. Um, Nintendo Treehouse event. Um, not a lot was shown. The only two games that they showed was um, the new Paper Mario game, Origami King, and their new, br- the, the Switch's brand new exclusive, apparently. I think this is a brand new exclusive. I'm not, uh, but it is Bakugan. Yes, if you guys don't remember Bakugan, it was that show on Cartoon Network, and uh, yeah, it's it's getting its own game, apparently. So, uh, thoughts on this? Uh, Allocate, did you, you saw it. What's your thoughts? Go ahead. Okay, so I didn't watch it when it was like actually live in the morning, and honestly, probably thank God I didn't watch it in the morning <laughs> because I apparently like I was reading the comments on the Paper Mario videos, like apparently like thirty to seventy k people left as soon as Bakugan was shown. I was like, I was like, that's my actually like I, I'm out, <laughs> I'm out. But as for like actually Paper Mario, like I, like I look forward. To, oh crap, I look forward to like. 
playing through the game, going through like the aesthetics, especially origami too, it looks so pretty. And I, and hopefully the writing is like the, like just based on the snippets, the writing looks to be on par as Color Splash on the Wii U. And that, the Color Splash is such a hilarious game. As for combat, I'm, I re I'm really digging the puzzle mechanics. I like that you can just like turn it around, just go like, I don't know how you describe it, but I'm gonna the, the, really pretty look much forward the wheel, to the puzzle mechanics. Pretty much mm -hmm. the wheel, where you where you align the wheels, when you align each section and it, you align the bag on uh, the 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 monsters, uh, like the shy guys and the goombas, up together, and you just hit them one at a time. That, is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Okay. No, I was trying to describe when you could like put them to like the opposite side of you. I wasn't sure how to describe that. Oh, okay. But yeah, but with all those mechanics in mind, can't wait. That game's coming out next week. Yeah. Did, that game is coming out a week from today. Like that, they also they literally show us the boss. So I'm also like curious about how long is it actually going to be. That's what I want. Well, I know that I know they stopped showing the boss because I know. So I I saw I saw it and I'm like, so we're fighting color pencils. Okay, well, whatever. <laughs> Okay, okay, but those colored pencils were strapped, especially near the end of the near the end of that presentation. They literally turned to a gatling gun. Like, how do you do that with pe with pencils of all things? Oh, oh, good sir, you you uh, clearly you never you don't remember elementary school because I remember clearly in elementary school we used <laughs> to like elementary school, middle school we used to put we used to uh, get rubber bands and we would put them around like at least like twelve color pencils and just. And put it on like a pencil sharpener or one of those pencil holders. I hold up. Wait, I think I remember that actually. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, continue though. Uh, no, I think that was about my point. I'm excited for the game. I'm just curious about like how short it's going. To I feel like you could beat that game in a day if you're that dedicated. Probably, probably. Uh, Jen, what about you? Did you see um the Nintendo Treehouse Live? I because I know you're a Nintendo, so what's up? Looks pretty cool. Okay. What do you think about Bakugan? I don't mind it. I don't know why people are mad about it. Like... I mean, I can okay. I can speak for. I can play devil's advocate for both sides. So, I watched it. I didn't even know there was a Treehouse event today. I found out when I I found out 30 minutes before the Treehouse event even happened. I woke up. And my Twitter feed was talking about the Treehouse. I'm like, wait, what the hell's going on with Treehouse? I'm like, wait, there's a Nintendo event going on? Okay, let me um get, let me wash up and get some cereal and and watch this. Uh, and I had an hour because my tutoring session was at 11. So I'm watching it's this. It's been a while since I played those games. Played yeah. the. Yeah, I'm oh, watching. Yeah. I'm watching this. And keep in mind. I'm not the biggest fan of Paper Mario. It's not because I don't think the game is bad. It's just that I never got the appeal of it. And me, I played... Go ahead. For me, I like... I only like um, Paper Mario in the glass door. I think it was called... The Thousand Year Door. Yeah, that's the only one I like. The one in the Wii, not so much. I don't know. That one was... Eh. Me, I felt more engaged in the GameCube. I don't know. I'm not a, like, a big Paper Mario fan, but that was the only game I liked. No, I got you on that. Um, But my... I'm going... But I was saying, like, I'm not the biggest Paper Mario fan. Because, uh, like, I tried playing on the N64, and I just could not get into it. And and I'm honestly more of a Mario RPG stan. I will fairly admit that. I love Super Mario RPG, and I really hope to God at some point, Squeenix decides... And Square Enix, if you guys don't know what I'm talking about. 
I really hope Screenix at one point says F Kingdom Hearts, let's do Super Mario RPG to Electric Boogaloo. So that's just me personally. But uh, overall, I mean, it looked cool. I will, I mean, I'll give Nintendo credit for this. Like, Nintendo has gotten me to the point where I will try games that I don't feel I will actually like. But then when I play, I'm like, okay, this is kind of lit. Let's get, let's get it popping. Like, case in point, I remember when Custom Robo came out back in 04, around like 2003, 2004. And I, w I mean, the only reason why I wanted to play Custom Robo is because I was a huge Gundam fan and, and a huge Robotech fan. So that's the reason why I got into Custom Robo on the GameCube. And let me tell you, if you've never played Custom Robo on the GameCube, good luck trying to find it because it's, it's a very rare game to find now. But... Like I, Paper Mario, the new Origami King. I mean, it looks cool. I, I, I'm will, I'm willing to try it out. I, I, and the only reason why I'm willing to try it out is because I made so many Oliver Queen arrow jokes. My name is Oliver Queen. After five years in hell, I came back for one mission to take over the Mushroom Kingdom. <laughs> but I had to become someone else. I had to become something else. I am the Origami King. And that's oh. how. You, and so if you want to know if Oliver Queen's dead, no, Oliver, Oliver Queen went to Earth, um, Mar Earth Mushroom Kingdom, where everything's a is a freaking origami uh, shape. But then let's oh. talk about Bakugan, because I'm gonna say this right now. I'm not gonna bash Nintendo because okay, Bakugan for those who don't know is a Nintendo Switch exclusive game. This is the big game that they were revealing that they were talking about for the last couple of weeks. It's a brand new Switch exclusive, and it's Bakugan. Now, I am not saying anything bad about the Bakugan franchise. I am not a, I'm not all that keen to Bakugan. I don't know what Bakugan's all about. From what I've seen, it looks like Yu-Gi-Oh! with marbles, and the marbles transform into monsters. That's me. Now, I know that Boken Kabuto, which unfortunately he's not here. I, I tried getting him on tonight, but he's getting ready for a small get-together tomorrow. Um, He's a big fan of Bakugan. Uh, and I'm pretty, and he has a switch. I know he'd be a fan that. of it. My, bro my little brother loved Bakugan too. That's the only thing. I wasn't like, I mean, it looked cool. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I just couldn't get into it. Right. Um. Well, did your brother see the the treehouse event today? No. Okay, Tell. All right. Then you should probably let him know that there's a new Bakugan game coming, so he should probably save <laughs> his money. Um. But yeah, like it, it, it's whatever. I will say this, like, cause I, I, I'm, I'm not gonna beat around the bush. People are saying, was Nintendo Switch, uh, Nintendo Treehouse a disappointment? Yes, it was, but quite honestly, can you really blame Nintendo? I mean, we're in the middle of a pandemic now. Granted, obviously, so they've made so much money off of Animal Crossing, so yeah, and like, and let's let's just not keep let's keep it one hundred. Like, yes, Sony and Microsoft did a better job than Nintendo this year when it came to. When it came to showing off something because E3 is not here right now, obviously Sony and Microsoft did a pretty good job showing off their stuff. I mean, I have some issues with Microsoft's thing, but at least they showed off some, and they got me excited about one feature, and that is the uh, say, um, smart delivery thing, where if you own if you own the game previously on the Xbox and get the Xbox Series X, you don't have to pay for that game again. You, it just That's gets a, so a free smart. update. I like that. PlayStation Five, apparently, uh, from what from what rumors have been going on. I mean, I know this, this is probably true or not. Part part of it is true. So please don't um don't don't kill me, people. Just let me know if I'm right or wrong. 
I know that they're trying to do the same thing with the PS5, where if you... Because I know um, there are certain games that got announced for the PS5 that's also going to be on the PS4, but if you get the PS5, you don't have to buy those games again. You used to get a free update, which I think is a pretty good idea. Um, but overall, Nintendo, like... Nintendo should have brought something else outside Bakugan and Paper Mario. But, again, I'm not angry with Nintendo. I know um, the, the, the Nintendo fan... The, the, the fandom for Nintendo was very toxic, I will fairly admit. I was looking at so many of these damn um, YouTube comments. I'm like, this is awful. You niggas need Jesus, bruh. <laughs> but, yeah. But, overall, like, if I were to give it a grade, I would I, I, I would give them a C-. I, am I disappointed? Yes. Am I angry about Nintendo doing this? No. I mean, what, what, else, is the, what else could they possibly do? And also, the, I will say this right now, they also get docked points because the presentation was just bad. Wow, just people were talking over each other and stuff. But, the, I mean, again, I can't blame them all that well much because of the fact that everyone's from, is doing the thing from home. So I can't really fault them all that much. But out of, out of um, uh, grading scale, guys, what would you give um, Treehouse? Go ahead. i give it a B. Like, give it a B. Oh, that'd be, is it because Paper Mario is carrying it heavy? Bakugan definitely like gives it minus like twenty points. <laughs> <laughs> All right then, uh, Jen. What about you, grading wise? Go ahead. A plus. Did you say an A plus? Oh B B. I'm gonna say B plus. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I'm gonna say Jen. I know you're a Nintendo, but Jesus Christ, don't be biased. People are no, asking. People are asking. You know what? Can't say anything because. Honestly, I, I can't judge Bakugan. I really can't. I'm not a big fan. It's cool. I'm just not a big fan. Alright then. Uh, they were asking, people were asking how much is Bakugan going to be. I honestly don't know. They didn't, they did not um, actually give me a price or anything like that. But we'll find out soon. The game comes out at some point. It's going to be $50. Yeah, it's probably gonna be 50, 60 bucks because most yeah. Nintendo, because most Nintendo Switch games are still fifty dollars three years later. Just saying. But that uh, being said, but continuing uh, with Nintendo, so but continuing with Nintendo real quick. So Nintendo actually apologized for the Joy-Con problems. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Nintendo's been oh, the Joy-Con drift. Finally, yeah, the Joy-Con drift. Yeah. yeah so for those of you who don't, oh yeah, my so god. For those of you who don't know, if those of you who are unaware, so Nintendo's been having actually is facing a lawsuit because of the Joy-Con drifts. Because they have not yet to fix them and stuff. I, even though Nintendo did roll out a new a plan um, that's actually people are, that are they're actually you know doing where if your Joy Cons are experiencing drift, you send them your Joy Cons and they'll fix it. Yeah, for but free. thing is, during this coronavirus pandemic, if you try doing that, they're gonna take a long time. Not only that, customer service over there is hell in terms of long time. It's it's horrible. You can't do anything during the pandemic. Right, and this is coming from, and I'm, I'm reading this from comicbookreader.com. Uh, Nintendo has apologized for issues plaguing Nintendo Switch Joy-Con controllers. More specifically, pre- um, Sh- uh, Shutaro uh, Furu- uh, Furuku- uh, K- Furukawa apologized during a recent investor's Q&A, but refrained from getting into any further details due to the class action lawsuit filed last year, which we, we actually did talk about last year when this actually happened. In case you're somehow... I'm not aware. Fairly common complaint about Switch's um, uh, Joy-Cons controllers is the drift of the analog sticks, uh, causing them to lose the pre- pre- uh, precision needed to navigate games appropriately 
and instead float around the screen. And this is what um, Fu uh, Furukawa said. We apologize for the inconvenience caused to our customers regarding the Joy-Cons. Uh, for product improvements, we are uh, continuing to work with this, but Joy-Cons is subject to a class action lawsuit in the United States and is pending issues. So we would like to refrain from responding to any specific actions. So thoughts, Jen? Because again, you're in the Nintendo, so what's your thoughts? Well, disappointed and you know what they deserve it because i have i told you about my drift problem too yes I, you I, know what's I the suckiest part it was during quarantine and when you call nintendo during the time it was in quarantine it was like they weren't open call centers weren't there oh my god it was really bad um i'm happy i feel like i feel like there's nothing you can really do because it's especially if you have the switch light it's not about if when you're gonna get joint drift. It's more like when you'll get it, no matter right. what you do. But yeah, there's even videos on how to fix it, and I tried it, but it's just you know you have to have tools and. and my see, see, uh, see, I'm not gonna try it. I, I mean, my Joy Cons don't. God, thank God, my Joy Cons are not experiencing drift because if they did, I'm pretty sure that warranty would be compromised if I try fixing it myself. But yeah, Alicate, what yeah. about you, bro? Let's see. It's nice that they, you know, they actually admitted fault, but that's also, I don't know, I feel like that's pretty... It's like, it's still unusual within the business world to, like, actually own up to your own, like, product mistakes. Like, for example, like, Apple, they never, like, they never apologize. Like, they Apple, never do. Okay, right. Apple, listen, Apple is, one of the most, is probably one of the saltiest companies right now like they will never ever apologize like i'm pretty sure they i'm pretty sure they have not apologized for the fact that they purposely slow down older generation iphones so that way they so that way they can pressure you to get a brand new iphone they they i don't yeah. think they've ever actually apologized to that uh they say i already put that one they actually like provided like a, i feel like it's a legit it's still scummy but it's still like a legitimate reason like somewhat what was it like if it has, to, it has something to do with the battery and the, de and the degradation. Yeah, it has something to do with the degradation of the battery if the CPU was still at the original clock speed. But it's still, it's still scummy, though. That's, that's the problem. Yeah, so, I mean, again, I'm glad that they owned up to it. Because what's the word? What was last week's word of the day? Accountability. Thank you for being accountable for your actions. So, there you go. Um... Shouts to Nintendo. Let's talk about Sony. So Sony, um, apparently this is going on. Sony's pa uh, patent. Um, this is, I'm reading this from IGN. So apparently, everyone's been asking, is the PS5 gonna have backwards compatibility? It's very likely it will. However, it might be via a cloud service. And this is coming from IGN. Sony uh, patent has surfaced suggesting that the PlayStation 1, 2, and 3 games could be emulated via the cloud. First posted um, to Twitter by user Renka uh, Schedule. The tweet can be translated into English, at which point it reads large number of game tiles across PS1, 2, and 3, and various generations of game consoles can be stored and used via the cloud gaming library. These games can be run on a virtual machine that mimics the operating system associated with each uh, game console. The company uh, image shows the drawings of PS1, 2, slash 3 being emulated into a separate screen. It's not clear how this would be achieved or whether it would be tied to existing PlayStation Now system. It could be that the uh, virtualized operating system solution is a is a means of not having a built backwards compatibility technology into a new hardware. Although this 
isn't mentioned in the patent doc uh, documents. So Quintus, so basically, if you want to play, um, if you are trying to play, um, PlayStation Classic games, likely or not, it might be on a cloud streaming service. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if this if Sony is suggesting that they do this, but potentially, and this is. Pretty much at this point, rumors and speculations. So I don't. So people take this with a grain of salt because we're not saying we're not confirming this is this is what they're saying, but this is rumors and speculations that potentially the PlayStation One, Two, and Three classic games will be on a cloud streaming service that you may or may oh. not have to pay for. Oh, I wonder uh, how much they're gonna charge. I'm gonna go right now and say that this is. I'm not a fan of it. If this is if this, if that's if that's the direction that they could that Sony's potentially going, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of it at all because I have physical copies of the games that I would like to play on a PS5 or better on a PS4 if it had backwards compatibility. I don't want to pay for these games again. I own the games myself. I don't want to pay for it. I don't want to pay for a streaming service to play set games that I already own. That's just I mean, why would you want to? Why would you want to do that? Because I mean, like, like for for me, like, think about it this way: like, like those old games are could still be worth something. I know, but Jen, at the oh. same time, Jen, at the same time, would you want? Jen, let's say this: you own a copy of Capcom vs. SNK two on a PlayStation yeah. two. You probably and you probably own the classic PS three that has backwards compatibility. You buy a PS4, you don't, it doesn't have backwards compatibility. You get PS5, and are you going to tell me that you, if, if, rumors speculations once again, if the PlayStation, if they decide to make a cloud streaming service for, to play classic PlayStation 1, 2, and 3 games, do you want to yeah. pay for that game? Do you want to download that game and pay oh, for it? Because I already game? have it. Exactly. So would you want that to happen? Yes or no? No. In my opinion, no. I could understand maybe just for the next generation kids, the ones who's never, ever played it. You know what I mean? If that's the case, then again, once again, I own copies of these yeah, games. Think about and the, the next generation kids who don't know, who don't, who never seen a PS One. Oh uh, yeah. Okay, fine. But think about it this way. I'm like, I like, I always like to think about it. Maybe they're not doing this for us. They're doing this for the people who who's never seen a PS One. I know some people who literally I know some teenagers who's never seen a PS1. Can you believe that? Well, that's why they got the PlayStation 1 Classic, which you can you can actually buy now for like 30 bucks. Take and then take all the games that they have on there because those are the PAL versions and they run a lot slower than the American versions. Take those out. Take an find an emulator website. I'm not going to say them because I know that um, they might get hit by DACA. Uh, or uh, or DM uh, the DAMC or where the hell yeah whatever the hell it's called DMCA uh, I, the DMCA I'm not trying to have the DMCA crack down emulator websites that I still use um because I know guy I know yeah. damn snitch um like yeah. Takashi six nine um take one good one of those websites put all the original USA versions of the games on there plug your P, the PlayStation One Classic into your computer or into your tv and play it like that you could probably store like well 100 maybe 200 300 games on there there you go 
I just, I just, I just helped few. I just helped Zoom. I just helped you, freaking Gen Zers, who uh probably know how to do that on a daily. I just helped y'all out. You guys. There you go. Anyways, um, it's, the, it's basically for the current high school students going on. Pretty much. Yep. Go ahead, Ala. What's your thoughts? Okay. Well, for one, we don't like. We just have a pattern saying that this is possible. Yes. We don't know if this is going to be a. I'm assuming it's going to be on the same service as already exists, where you can, you know, like download PS4 games, download PS2 games, stream PS2 games. So this is all going to be on PlayStation now. Like once it carries over to the next to the next console, the PS5, it'll just be like a new addition onto PlayStation now. Just like how downloading games wasn't there at launch, but later it later got added on to PlayStation now. Because so I feel like. The only thing I would worry about at that point is the price going to increase because they already like, like it's PlayStation now was cheaper compared to when it was actually like when it just launched. So I don't feel like it's like my my point is like I feel like it's just gonna be an addition to PlayStation now once it carries over to the next generation. But right. I do definitely do prefer the Xbox way of how they're handling like backwards compatibility because they make games better. Than what was originally on the system they originally ran on. Like I'm, like I'm so jealous of Xbox, despite being like a PlayStation fan my whole life. Like, God damn man. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Well, like I said, this is only really speculations. We don't know what's going on, but this is something that I wanted to talk about. I, I really hope Sony does not uh. think about. I, I, I'm I don't want, I don't want anyone to pay ten bucks a month. To play classic PlayStation games now. Now, unless now, here's my here's my thing. On the other hand, on the other hand, if I could if I could retort and probably play Devil's Advocate, they do do that. The Xbox Game Pass, that damn thing is a dollar for the first month, and then afterwards, I think it's what five or fifteen bucks. I don't know. Where you are open to an entire library of Xbox games from the OG Xbox, the 360, and the Xbone, um, uh, the Xbone generation. If you were to do that, you might as well just do it. Plus, PlayStation Now, I'm not going to lie. PlayStation Now kind of crashed and burned. Because um, they did not know what it wanted to be. If you were to read, if you were to do a streaming service in the in the means like Xbox Game Pass with Sony, I think Sony could do it. Because you, because keep in mind, every console went past their um, life um, um, lifespan. The PlayStation 1 came out, what, 1994? And, and then games as a whole, they stopped making games to the PlayStation 1 in 2006. The PlayStation 2 la went from 2000 to 2012, 2013. I don't remember which, um, I don't remember which time it stopped in America, but then they stopped in Japan back in 2017, 2018. So, PlayStation 2 te technically had a 18 year lifespan if you want to be very technical so you have a plethora of games that if that if you were to do a game pass kind of like how xbox does but do a sony i would be okay if you paid for that if if you were to tell me i paid what, what five ten bucks a month for that i'd be okay with that and then ha and then have my kids play it that i'd be okay with <laughs> Anyways, uh, we got Audible. By Audible, I mean the Silent Assassin Audible. We got our girl Deadpool is cool in the uh, in Discord. Deadpool, how you doing? Well, she ain't here yet. But no, Deadpool she's is, not. <laughs> Deadpool's been the slide in. Don't worry. Deadpool, aka the Silent Assassin, aka everyone's favorite waifu from Boston. 
but that, but I digress. Anyways, so let's get back. Let's get back to our so our next discussion. We got loot boxes. More loot boxes, people. Loot boxes are ruining people's lives, which we've already talked about on many occasions. EA right now, um, is current. Uh, a man ta uh, talks about loot boxes, and it's I'm reading this from BBC News. Uh, I blew my university savings gaming on FIFA. Um, and oh. this is what it says. But when his mom, his mom was diagnosed with cancer, his spending on these packs were of loot boxes became, as he as he sees it, an addiction he couldn't control. The House of Lords Gambling Committee is calling for loot boxes, which are not currently considered to be gambling, to be regulated urgently. And this is what the guy said. I have loved video games since I was a child. I remember waking up early on the weekends and heading straight downstairs to play FIFA 05 with a sound off so that I wouldn't wake my parents. Now 21, I am fortunate to have made some of my closest friends, meet some of my closest friends, made some of my closest friends online, and I think video games are can be great for any child. I stress this before saying that I feel compelled to tell my story of how loot box gambling led to one of the worst experiences of my life. In 2009, EA Sports launched the Ultimate Team Game mode in their FIFA series. It's like a huge online football trading card game and users can then add these players to their teams better players give you an advantage and there is virtual a virtual currency and market where these cards are traded you can buy packs containing a random selection of cards i distinctly remember back in 2012 when i first asked my parents if i could use my money to buy packs and my frustration when my dad said the packs were gambling before finally agreeing the idea that it was gambling seemed ridiculous to me at the time. I understood that the chances of pack of packing my favorite players were low. I spent I spent the money, opened my packs, got lucky a couple of times, and tried to be positive. Despite being left uh, feeling silently overwhelmed, if I could just spend another 15 euros, I thought. Yeah, you thought, buddy. Uh, I'm going to stop real quick. I want your guys' thoughts. So this guy is legit... Uh, he blames EA for his gambling addiction. Oh, oh, oh. The first time I've seen okay, then he a dummy. Whoa. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. You know what? <laughs> wow. Damn, oh, Jen. But, like, it's okay. You know, it's okay because he's in his early 20s. At least he'll learn from his stupidity. Oh, I... my God. Damn, Jen. Uh, Allo, you got anything to say before I continue reading? Oh, uh, man, you could have spent, you spent the money. This you spend it on FIFA, dude. Like, why on FIFA? He's amazed that he literally used his college funds for that. Okay, here, I'm going I'm to I'm skip ahead of real quick. When I was 17, I got my first debit card, and suddenly the decision to spend money on the game became instant. Just a click of the button away with no Magic need to money. buy vouchers and worry that my parents would find them. 2017 was a year that changed everything in my life. I was completely, I was completing my last year of A-level with vague plans to go to university. In September, my mom was diagnosed with cancer. Everything became about waiting until it all uh, just be a it would all just be a memory. Waiting until the day that my mom's uh, treatment would be over, when I had finished my exams and we could all appreciate normal life again. I searched for any way to cope. The buzz of opening packs offered me an escape. Um, any rational sense of any rational sense of moderation and values of of the money that my parents my grandparents had saved for my future began began to subside i felt like i needed the money now to cope and in in and that in years to come my future self would somehow understand i was spending 30 euros 
a time, a time, then yeah. 40, then 50. By the time my card began to block my transactions, I was throwing 80 into the game four or five times a night. A few weeks before my exams, after days of watching people open packs on YouTube, Wallace, my parents thought, uh, thought I was asleep. Uh, revising the moment came when the money ran out. Money that my parents and my grandparents had worked for that had been given to me as savings for my future. I had blown almost 30,000 euros. Oh, you know, you want to know something? What's up? EA is probably like looking at this and laughing. Like he's probably, you know, like I bet you EA is behind the scenes just like rubbing their hands together and being like, yeah. So you saying, so Jen, are you saying they're rubbing their hands together like Birdman? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they are. Come on, think about it. Yeah, that's what I play. That's what I play, boy. That's what. Okay, I want to say this right now. We are not making fun of this guy. We're making fun of EA. I'm not making fun of him. You know what? It's okay. People make stupid decisions at 21. Don't blame me. But he made him young. Anyways. Uh, I want. Uh, let me read some more of this. Looking. Um, actually, I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm gonna skip to right here. I stand by. By that now. Okay. We had family rules of restrictions on game. Uh, gaming time. So there was no lack of uh, parental regulations. And I frequently told my concerned parents that I was not addicted to video games themselves. I stand by that now. But I was addicted to the buzz of chance. Of chance. When I bought packs. I agree now that my dad said that. That was so angered me. That so angered me in 2012. Video game packs and loot boxes are a form of gambling. With the House of Lords gambling committee calling the uh, randomized rewards purchase like these to be urgently uh, regulated under gambling laws, I want to do what I can to educate and protect other people from going through any experience like I like mine. And this is what EA had to say. This is where <laughs> this is where it all comes down to, people. EA said this. The makers of FIFA, okay, this is what they say. The makers of FIFA, EA Sports, deny any aspects of FIFA constitutes gambling <laughs> and agree with the assessments made by gambling commissions that loot boxes are not gambling. They use FIFA Ultimate Team, that they say FIFA Ultimate Team can be played without spending any money and that purchases are entirely optional. They go on to say that well-being of players are paramount and all their games, including FIFA, have the ability to use parental controls provided by gaming platforms to cap or prohibit spend. People was approached to comment, but has not responded. So, essentially, FIFA just said, yo, we're sorry that your mom had cancer, but fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's essentially what they just said. That's essentially what FIFA just that well not FIFA. That's essentially what EA said. I told you they were rubbing their hands together. Like, oh my god, that this is a little jacked up. Uh, like, shame on EA for doing that. Like, there's like this man clearly told you that your loot box system got him addicted. Now, whether that is, what like again, whether people now there, I know there will be people who say that just to get money on ea or something like that whatever but if this man is strictly saying that yo ea be made me addicted to gambling but there's stupid loot boxes there's a problem there's obviously a problem in the system right now and the fact that ea is not again being accountable for their actions says otherwise so that's just me i, I have nothing else to say about that because i'm just again ea needs to be more accountable for their actions stop being stupid like y'all need to realize that gambling that loot boxes loot boxes can be considered gambling and the more and the more you realize that the better chances you won't get sued by the entire world at this point because you're you're playing with ea ea uh, at this point is been shamed out of um 
their holy loot box system has been shamed out of Europe, essentially. Uh, but I want to get y'all's take. Jen, thoughts? Go ahead. You're 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 the business law and accounting major, so well, you go want ahead. me to be honest? Go ahead. You can't do. I mean, okay, yeah, it's flawed, but there's nothing you can do because it was his responsibility in the first place. What you purchase, what you buy. I know how EA is. They're rubbing their hands like Birdman. You no, know, like you know, I admire that they at least spoke about it. You no, know, because I'm pretty sure like they said nothing. Like they would have gone bad PR. Okay. All right. What about you, Alicate? Man, I can like feel for the man because you gotta also understand like the situation that he was in too. His mom had cancer. Like imagine your mom had your had cancer too. Like yeah. that's such a horrible like. I the luck like that's such a I can imagine that could be like so horrible to go through because it's like unless they like get out of it and win, it's like a it's like time is running out. So the only way. Like, he, this man has a really passion for the games too, right? He also has a passion for FIFA. But uh, the one thing I don't comprehend, that that's probably why I'm lacking empathy, is, like, why the money? Like, we already know that it always gives you, like, some sort of dopamine, like, release. But, like, that's the one part I don't, I don't understand. Like, how could you... Like, what could have been... Could have... Could there have been another way to vent? Yeah, he could have worked out. I, I mean, went like... exercising. I mean, okay. To uh, I want, I, I, I kind, I kind of want. I, I will, I will, you know, um, damage control of this. You know, coming from someone where like things like this does happen, like I understand. Don't be wrong. Am I saying that's a good thing? That it's a good thing that he, um, he, you know, kind of released some anger or tension through loot boxes. No, obviously, I'm, I'm agreeing with you guys that there are plenty of other things he could have done or something like that. But at the same time, he's admitting that he got. I will say, I will give the kid this. He's admitting that he became addicted to to loot boxes. Like he did yeah. become addicted, and the fact that he, he's admitting this means something. And I and I actually appreciate the fact that he's he is doing that. Yeah. But yeah. But overall, like I say, it's you know, shots to EA. Yo, 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 system and loot boxes sucks. And with that being said, let's get to some more serious matters real quick. And before I do, I probably should need to use the bathroom. No, no, no. I'm, I'm not going to use the bathroom. Uh, if I, I'm going to say this right now. If I have to use the bathroom, one of y'all got to um, take my place. So let's give you guys an update on the Smash community. So we talked about this last week, people. We talked about everything going on with the Evo getting canceled. Uh, a bunch of Smash players got outed for being pedophiles and child molesters, and the good majority of them were pedophiles and child molesters. Um, and honestly, after the conversation we had, I thought everything would be okay and people would start improving and being better people. Nope! 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 I was wrong. I was dead wrong. Let's talk about Zero, a guy who I actually respected at a certain point and I actually followed on YouTube. So... Smash Player Pro Zero admits to sending suggestive messages to minors. Wow. And I gotta use the bathroom. So, guys, I'll be right back. <laughs> this is the first people, this is the first in the struggle podcast. I got that I gotta use the bathroom. Uh matter of fact, Alicate, why don't you take the helm? What's going on with Zero? Y'all talk about it. Give me like three minutes, okay? Three three to five oh. minutes. I'll be right back. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> It's on ESPN. I know, I know, I can do it. I can do it though. I'm just. You got saying. this. You got this, bro. I got it. You're you or Jen. You got this. I'll be right back. Actually, I got to go use the restroom too. Nah, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Nah, alright. A men's so recent allegation of sexual misconduct and 
and Assault circling the Smash, the Smash Bros. community. Formal Smash for Wii U Pro, Gonzalo Zero Barros, has apologized for saying sexually su suggestive messages to minors. As Zero says, I really want to atone and I just want this discussion to stop. He says in his Saturday post, I'm not a good person and it doesn't matter how terrible my life was. I did terrible things and that's the end of it. I don't deserve people to to defend me. And then wow. in the meet yeah. And following this uh Temple Storm, you know, famous you know, famous a what are they an esports organization? Temple Storm? Are they? What whatever. Anyway, the organization that was a part of Zero's career, they have several titles him, but they actually went above and beyond. They're not only the like give not only Temple Storm is giving a is helping out the victims they're also going to provide zero with like professional counseling and we have rehabilitation when usually like other organizations like nrg or panda global like they just like sever ties but temple temple's on another level like that's really admirable but in anyways barrios had initially written a tweet longer statement on thursday commenting on sexual misconduct against allegations against several other members of the smash community that he was friends with as he says, today I feel regret because I could have done something and I also feel pain because people I thought because of the people I thought I knew and not who they are. Uh what are you guys thoughts on this so far? Like my opinion, I'm like, wow. Allegations and everything. And I What are your I, thoughts on this? I tried well. Uh, I don't know if it mentioned this, if it mentions it in the article, like, later on, but I read the tweet longers that came after ZRT suggested allegations, and oh, like, they, like, oh my god, it was, it was, like, about two or three other, like, minors that he was involved with, and Disgust. the document... It was this. It's, I I don't want to describe one of the actions like on this podcast, but the one thing that I caught that was like, oh, whoa, yeah. whoa, crap! Like you can't like. Come on, man! I tried to get a picture with this dude so many times, and and that guy didn't. Like I don't want that on on my phone. Like I already have. Come on, man. As Zero, as Zero continues on, like, thank you, Zero says, thank you to everyone who believed in me, and Katie, and everyone who's spoken up. It's not over yet. I'll update soon. So, Katie is another accuser of Barretos who claims she and Bar... I can't say this man's last name. Oh my god. I'm gonna call him Zero. Zero had intimate interactions when she was underage. He, then Zero posted two short longest, sta two short longest statements following the accusations. The first was a response to to Chloe claims denying he had made suggested comments to her or any or had any memory of the misconduct. And the other tweet longer sent, fr sent last Friday, Zero apologized to Albert, to Chloe, Kitty, and Refn, another pro Smash player, for a multitude of allegations regarding messages he sent and his conduct in private settings. And oh my think, you know what's funny? I used to think Smash Brothers players were just stinky. Wow, this is a whole nother level. Yeah, man, they probably like use the stench to hide the secrets. Like, I don't know. Ew. I. <laughs> it's just weird because I always thought that they were just 
out of all the communities, they were notorious for being stinky. Yeah, like, they, I, what was it? There was this one time I saw this post on Twitter. Somebody, there was this T.O. who actually, it was actually the tournament that I went to when I started going to tournaments before Corona said, please, what, we'll be doing a stench check at the door. If you stink, like, you're, you're not going to be allowed in here. So, then as a, well, I believe this is, yeah, as Deadpool said, at least, like, the best thing about it, the silver I the silver lining between all of this was it got out like all these stories like came out you're doing good there you sound like you're having the time of your life oh bro oh my god <laughs> god damn okay all right what do i miss uh i was just i was just talking about how smash brothers you know how usually because there's notorious for being stinky i never thought they'd make it this far Oh my god. Alright, so y'all didn't talk about the Zero? My, that's not all. I don't even want to talk. We're not even going to Zero just yet. Because we got another uh, thing going on. Let's talk about Sky Williams. Um, who is one of my... Who I actually followed. And I like this fool. So this actually made me upset a little. So apparently this is coming from uh, Dex, uh, Dexerto.com. Sky Williams allegedly lied about father's cancer. And now owes $350,000. The disgrace... Oh. Yeah, Smash Brothers content creator and tournament organizer Sky Williams is under fire for allegedly lying about his father's cancer and apparently owes the community over $350,000. The disgraced content creator has already had a slew of accusations over incidents that are that are uh, are said to have occurred. Yeah, at the Sky Mansion involving multiple Smash personalities. Now he's being accused of lying about his father's cancer, too. And the massive twit longer Spencer um, Samuelson claimed that Williams not only owes him 50, uh, 50k, but obtained the crash in a... Uh, a, a but attain the cash in a nefarious way. Sky and I go way, and this is what he says. Sky and I go way back to the brawl days. I've known him since 2009. He's... Um, Samson said he said in the 20 uh, 2017 sky approached him complete completely out of the blue claiming he was in debt to the IRS He told me that he uh, he would go to prison and his career would be over unless he received a significant amount of money after several back and forth messages I eventually agreed to lend him $50,000 instead of uh, taking the money um I lent him to pay off his debts. He decided to use it for rent out of the out of the infamous Sky Mansion. The place only exists because I funded it, not knowing the person that the the kind of person he had become. According to Samuelson, Williams never paid back a cent. Additionally, he uh, he alleges that Sky spent money that had been loaned to for his father's cancer treatment on cosmetic penis surgery. And that his wait, dad was wait, never sick what? to begin with. I'm going to read yes. that again. I'm going to read that again. Additionally, he alleges that Sky spent the money that had been loaned to his dad for cancer treatment on cosmetic penis surgery. And that his dad was never sick to begin with. How do you make a penis look good? Like, can we just adjust... No, we're not gonna like if I call somebody a dickhead, they're probably ugly anyway. So how do you like make them how do you make a penis like gorgeous? Like, come on. I don't know. Listen, I, I can only speak for my penis. I uh, my penis is <laughs> anyways. <laughs> I can only speak for my region down there. I can't speak for anyone else's, but you you are right. Anyways, 
Ah, what's more, Samuelson claims that instead of paying him or other players, he owes money back. No, the smash is still. He's not even. He's not even. Sad part is, what race is this guy? Oh, you man. Let me tell y'all. Let me tell. Let me tell. Hey, let me tell you something. Let me tell y'all something. The Black Council, the Black delegation, has has denounced, has exiled, as rebuke. I want you to say Sky it. Williamson. Sky Williams. I'm not gonna say it because if I said the Black delegation, they already know what I'm talking about. I wanted you to say it, but okay. No, Jay. I'm not gonna give you the sat. Ho, I'm not giving you the satisfaction. Leave me alone. <laughs> so, okay. alright, fine, fine, fine. Sky Williams is black. Sky Williams is black. Do you niggas realize how much this hurt me? <laughs> this hurts. <laughs> I go front. This hurts. I'm being dead serious right now. With everything, I mean, don't get me wrong. Race has nothing to do with it because if race had, if race had nothing to do with it, then I would have put, then I would have never had mentioned Katara last week. But because race has nothing to do with the shenanigans and the assholery that people do on a daily, I don't care. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna finish up in conclusion. So real quick. Williams has claimed that he will be posting a large Google Doc addressing the allegations. It's taking a long time because this isn't a document about defending me. It's about the raw truth and making sure that everything I'm saying is just the facts. And the matter uh, takes a lot of time, but I'm getting it done. In any case, Sky's story is just the latest in the series of accusations that have rocked the Smash community scene in recent weeks. Notably because of... Uh, Nero and uh, Zero confess allegations against them and have uh, since gone dark on social media. So these are just allegations right now. This is allegedly. So I cannot say much about this until I see what he's about to say. But for what it sounds like, Samuelson, um, let's see. He, I'm just saying right now. Yeah, like $350,000 and if likely or not he may have lied about his father's cancer first of all i don't listen i take that very seriously because i have had family members who have survived cancer my best friend boken kabado sir is a cancer survivor okay so i actually do take this thing very seriously because when niggas lie about having leukemia or or any type of or, or freaking cancer or any or some disease or something like that i take that very seriously uh. so i'ma wait until this man has something to say but if he admits this let me tell you i'm gonna be a mad i'm gonna be a mad black man okay but does anyone have does anyone want to take a crack at sky before i go back to zero i mean that's pretty much it Okay. I just, you want to know something? There are people out there who have this sickness where they like to lie about about certain things for pity. Mm -hmm. Maybe he has like a that's what I mean, right? Sociopath is that? I don't know. That's like that's not to be played around, you know? Right. Uh, that's just uh, I can't wait for this to be a podcast topic next week. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, well, let's go back to zero real quick if that's the case. So let's go back to zero being a pedophile. So, allocate you because you're pretty much more in the Smash Bean than I am. Thoughts, bro? Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, zero, like, 
If only the heat drag. Okay, let me try to remember. Like the first twit longer, it was just him trying to like damage control. Second one about the same thing. Third one, he actually came clean. And I think the one thing I do have to say is that it's like all the Smash people who basically like got exposed. Like they're still like loyal fans towards Zero. And for whatever reason, either they don't know or they, I don't know. But after this, like you just can't. Like, what can he do? Like, no, 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 fuck him. What are you gonna say? I don't know, bro. I, I don't know. I don't know what to say about this because coming from someone who I have said this before, I like Zero. I liked him. I want to say where I liked him at one point, but I think because I I started watching this stuff. Like, actually, I I started watching this stuff earlier this year. And I really liked uh, how he did commentary on Smash, and I know. I know certain Smash players who are big in the scene, like Omni. Shout out to my boy Omni. He actually discussed everything that's going on, and which I actually want to do a conclusion statement later on when we finish, when we finish talk about when we talk about Laura Bailey. But it's it's I'm honestly I'm very disappointed. But quite frankly, am I shocked? No. Why? Because Smash because Smash is not the only community that has had pedophiles in it. A good point, and we talked about this last year. Po the Pokemon community got rocked because multi there were several Twitch streamers who were legit pedophiles and child molesters. So, like, am I am I shocked about this? Not really, because when you're playing a game that and I, 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 someone said this best, when you're you're playing a game that's notably like targeted for a younger audience. And I'm sorry if you are if you're pl you're playing this game, and if if you become buddy buddy with someone who's under the age, like let's say you're 30 and that person's 16, yeah, no, bro, that's a no for me. I don't care. I don't care. No, hell no. That's just me personally. And what Zero did, you mean to tell me that you kept sending messages to my to these minors, a 15 year old? Come on, like, this is the type of thing I was talking about last week, where you should know better. You are old enough to know not to try and pursue a girl who's under the age of 18. I thought he watched Surviving R. Kelly. <laughs> what? <laughs> How he learned though? I thought I thought people learned this lesson already. He watched Surviving R. Kelly. Wow, Jen. What? Wow. What? What? What way to bring it back, Jen? Good job. Good job on that. But yeah, dude. Like on the real, man. Like, yo, listen, y'all need. You niggas in the Smash community, like, not just the Smash community, I will say this right now, not just the Smash community, but some of y'all in the gaming community, y'all are some weirdos. If, if, again, if you, if you niggas really think that, uh, hitting on someone who's under the age of 18 is okay, there's clearly something wrong with y'all, and you really need to out yourselves as soon as possible. There is no way that you people can really think that this is normal to start hitting on younger teenagers. That's just disgusting dude and y'all should be ashamed of yourselves ew i don't care if it's you know 14 through 17 that's still ill even if she looks older still ill oh, dude, even don't get if the that. age of consent is 16 don't 
Yeah, oh, dude, you again. We already know some of these fools will be like, well, the, age of, the age of consent where I live is like 16 years old. I'm like, I don't care. You're still a pedophile, nigga. Don't get me, don't get me started with that. Miss me with that nonsense. So, with that being said, because I, because I, I want, I, I don't want to harp too much on this because I actually want to talk about one big thing and how this all coincides with my issues with the gaming community right now and that and how we all, as our gaming community, we all need to step up and be better people. Whether whatever with whatever community you are in right now, let's talk about Laura Bailey, okay? And I, it hurts. It it, it really does hurt that the, the there are niggas out here who are really be tripping, okay? So this is coming from Forbes magazine. I'm actually reading this on my cell phone real quick. Last of Us uh, Part Two: Laura Bailey getting death threats over Abby Roll. While there has been very social, a very vocal uh, contingent about the so-called Last of Us Part Two fans angry about Abby's role in the game, some of that venom has spilled over into real life. The actress who plays the uh, the character Laura Bailey posted some screenshots of messages she's been getting, which included violent threats against herself and her family. I'm gonna read, uh, and uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna read them, but overall, there the it's one thing. Listen. It is one thing to be angry about a game that you don't like. For instance, I hate uh, Mortal Kombat vs. DC. I strongly dislike Soul Calibur V. I do not like Kingdom Hearts 3 as much as everyone else does. But I would <gasps> never stoop so low as to threaten the lives of the voice it's actors. It's man. It's Oh no! Something we need, like these gamer fans, so toxic. Like, thank you, Jen. Like, like I would never go as far as to threaten the lives of developers, publishers, directors, and voice actors. Because why? You can I? Why would you blame the person who is just doing her job and reading stuff off a of paper? Why would I blame her if a game's not good? Now, I'm not saying The Last of Us Part 2 is good or bad because I have not played it and I cannot make a... a, a People have mixed reviews about it. I know. I cannot make constructive criticism about a game that I have not played yet. So I'm not going to. But what I will say is, coming from someone who I admire the dedication that voice actors and actresses go go through when it comes to getting into character, whether the game is good or not, I I value that. It's it's a very valuable. It's very it's honorable to see that people what people will do with, the, with their characters, and I appreciate that. But at the same time, I would never, ever, ever, ever threaten those people's lives because that is their job. They're just doing voice acting, and voice acting is not a, an easy gig. Trust me. Jen and I know a guy who's trying to become a voice actor. Shouts to our boy Red Star from Morphin Network. I would never stoop so low as to threaten someone's life or their children's life. And to those you know who... what? Go ahead. You know what? She's a, you know, she even has the role. Why would like they want to pick on her of all things? She even got the role. And and to those of y'all and to the, and to you and to you guys who thought that threatening this woman's life and then Putting, getting her children involved by threatening her life. If you think that is fine because you have a distaste, you have a strong distaste for a video game. 
fuck, fuck you, okay? Fuck you, and fuck the tree you come on. Fuck you, fuck your mama, fuck your daddy, fuck your entire family tree. If you think this, this is okay to threaten another person's life, fuck you and your fu entire fucking bloodline. And the words of Mark Wahlberg from Ted, one man, to, one man to another. I just want to say, I hope you fuckers get Lou Gehrig's disease. Damn. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Quote me on that. Quote me on that. I don't care. Quote me on that. Allocate. Go ahead. Uh, hold on. Uh, I'm gonna quote you from a. Uh, you fucking get Lou Gehrig's disease. There we go. <laughs> Jen, go ahead. I mean, Jen, Jen, being listen, Jen, being someone who has probably gotten death threats before, because I, you have told me you okay, not death threats, but you have told me you've had some creepy dudes DMing you on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Thoughts? Go ahead. Horrible. It's just horrible. Not only that, it's just it sucks. You know, I wish sometimes you know those videos. I know they say words hurt, but and you can block them, but like. Sometimes you can, I wish you can block people in real life. I'm not talking about just like restraining order. Because it takes a long time for you to get a restraining order. Let me tell you that. It's not that easy to get a restraining order and block them right away in real life. It's a while. But it's just, it would have been nice if you can just sometimes just block people in real life. Instead of just doing it by the phone, you know. And even then, like, it hurts. Like, those types of messages hurt. And it goes to show you that the gaming community, these nerds need to do better. Right. That's uh, I'm gonna say. <laughs> Look at the chat. Someone just quote me. I hope you motherfucking get Luke Garrett. <laughs> that was me, dude. <laughs> I know that. I know that. Thank you, Alec. Uh, Deadpool. Uh, our girl Deadpool wants to say this. In regard, so this is in, in, in regards to our Smash, Smash Bros. comment. She says this gross, just pure gross, both emotional and physically. What sort of thought process does someone have to go through to think that line about your own father having a huge sickness for your own gain is the right thing to do? And then she says this: Look, I may care a lot about The Last of Us, but it's just, but it's, but it's just it. It's a game. It is a fantasy. Calm down. They are literally doing. They're just doing their jobs they're hired for. I may not like Abby, but I enjoy her as her views and characters get shown. Because of a game, you think you're going to threaten a genuine person because of a game. What exactly are you going to do? How are how much are you genuinely willing to go for a game, you fucking idiot? It's not just it's more than one idiot, Deadpool, just letting you know. So, what I want to talk about this, uh, and, and, and if I can just, if I can sum up, like, our, 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 our ending discussion is, people listen, as a motorcycle goes by, no. as a motorcycle goes by, people listen, I want everyone to listen very clearly, okay? As a gaming, like, look, video games is something that I know, I think we all can say, video games is, ha, has taken a lot of stress out of all of our lives, whether it's school, whether it's work, whether it's supporting a family, whether, and because you are a mother or a father or a brother who's taking care of his little, taking care of his little siblings, or if you're a dog sitter or something like that, or your girlfriend, your, your mama, or your girlfriend, your baby mama, your side girl, your side dude, your, or whomever is tripping. Uh, video games are meant to be an escape, an escape from reality for a short period of time. Now, for some and for some reason, there are people out here who are legit trying to do some things that are not cool. 
again, we have talked about it last week. We're talking about it right now. The whole thing about gamers touching people who are underage or just in people or people who just don't want to be touched. That's not cool. People, hardcore fans, quote unquote, are threatening the lives of actors, voice actors, freaking uh, and people and developers and publishers. What game do you guys have to think that that's okay? A, a good example, Star Wars. The Star Wars fandom almost dr- has pretty much driven um, Jake, Bu- not Jake Busey, uh, uh, Jake Lloyd into exile. And the guy who played Jar Jar Binks, like, like had a great career before Jar Jar. And because they hated his character, they threatened this man. They sent death threats. That's not cool, people. Um, the, and the, to the guys who did the exact same thing to Kelly Marie Tran during the sequel trilogy of Star Wars. Again, I understand you guys are not big fans of the Star Wars sequel trilogy. I'm not the biggest fan of The Last Jedi. I'm not a big fan of Rose up until a certain point. But I respect, but I do give credit to the actors or actresses like Kelly Marie Tran who do the work and do it right. They're given the script and they act to the best of their abilities. I don't blame the actors. I would probably blame the writers. But blame the writers goes far beyond trying to send a death threat. If you have actual constructive criticism of a writer of what a writer writes, then say that, but say it respectfully. You don't have to be like, you ruined my childhood. I hope you die. Blah, 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 blah. With with The Last of Us. Uh, I do I listen, I don't understand the appeal of The Last of Us, the first game, and yes, I'm going to play at certain at a certain point, but I don't understand the hype to it. Maybe because I haven't played it. And I have don't understand the hype to The Last of Us 2. I know about the controversy involving the leaks and everything like that. Why well, don't under so and I don't understand people who legit want to uh, are telling people that I'm going to kill you and your family, or I hope you kill yourself for being part of this project like dude these people are in case you in case you fuckers don't know the people you are threatening are also people as well gamers actors celebrities everyone is just as normal as just as human as you are and as a community as someone who's part of the game community and because we're all part of the game community we have to do better than this okay with everything going on with eva with everything going on in the smash community we as a whole people we have to do better we gotta do better okay and for everyone who's like well man i really wish 2020 would just go get on with it no honestly as much as 2020 has sucked and 2020 has sucked a lot 2020 has exposed the the you niggas who think that doing what you continuing to do what you do is okay. There, it's this year's exposing you niggas who think that what you're doing is fine. It's not, boo boo. It's not. And clearly, you really need a life changing experience. You need a change in your life book, bro. Everyone needs a change in the life book. So to joy, so and I just want right now. I just want to verbally say this: Fuck you, Joey Queller. Fuck you, Senpai. No, Senpai. Fuck you, Zero. Fuck you, um, Keitaro. Fuck you, Nairo. So, continue what I was trying to say. Uh, <laughs> fuck you, uh, uh, Zaz. Fuck you, Sleepy K. Fuck you, Blue. Fuck you, ZTN. Fuck you, Venya. Fuck you, Remo. And more importantly, fuck all you niggas who threaten Laura Bailey.
all you niggas need Jesus in an ass whooping, and I don't know which one you should get first. So there you go. And once again, more, more Bailey, my, my, my apologies, not apologies, but my cons, my condolences to you for having to deal with this. It sucks. I'm in your strong woman. Yeah. So to Laura Bailey, cause I'm going to try to put this on Twitter to Laura Bailey. I appreciate you in case people, in case your fans don't say this enough and as a fan, for, as a fan to someone who I, who I admire within the uh, voice acting game, I admire your work. I respect your work. No matter it, no matter if you are in a game that is a very polarizing game, I respect your craft. Continue on, and God bless you. Uh, Jen, do you have anything to say about everything? Do you have a message you want to say? Go ahead. I just thought I'm get to everything that's going on. I don't have a message. More like, you know, stay strong. I mean, it sucks. Oh, Voice actors already have it hard enough. My opinion is just she has to stay strong regardless. Even then, if it comes to matters and words, she can just instead of just blocking you, can you can you know, so or you you can file defamation or something like that. Like if someone's sending you death threats via social media, you can put them to jail as well. So Laura Bailey, in case you in case you got in case you want to know, Laura, uh, Jen is afraid. A, Do not got, be afraid. We, we got I got a lawyer in the family. I got you, girl. Oh, I got lawyer. you. Anyways, I'm just allocate. Go ahead, man. I've already said my message. Go ahead. Uh, what is this closing statement or just general? No, it's not a closing comment. statement. It's just a general uh, comment. Hmm. Like, wait. No, I can't even put this into words. Like, why? Like, I don't know. It's just, it's hard to think that somebody would even like call it. it it's like, like, like you said, dude. It's the writers. But like, it's like don't shoot the messenger. Like, she was just the messenger of the script, but like, you can't, you can't be sending out death threats to people. Come on. All right. And then uh, Deadpool, shout out to my girl Deadpool, says this. My, she would correct herself. My bad, idiots. People need to get off their damn high horse just to be happy. You're so... You supposed fans even get the game in the first place. Get the stick out of your ass and move on. I thought we moved past toxic trolls and babies screeching behind a screen, but I guess not. <laughs> but yeah. Overall, I'm looking at the chat real quick. Um, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Wait, I'm gonna mute myself. Okay, that's all good. Um. And then saying, uh, I thought we, okay, surprise they could move the clown shoes they got on. Oh my god. But yeah, guys, so honestly, that's all I got on my notes. And like I said, I want to close off before we do closing statements. But honestly, I think we got, I think we got one time for one more thing. Let's do an Ask Reddit question of the night. Video game edition. So, let me look real quick. Okay, here's, here's a good one. So, what is your profession and have you played a game based on it? So for the, I'll go first. So for those of y'all who don't know, I am trying to become a teacher, uh, which honestly, I, may, I hopefully LAUSD does not listen to this um, this podcast. <laughs> so I am try I am trying to become a teacher, and I am um, going to be taking this uh, a test so I can get my uh, certification so I can become a, a substitute teacher. And if there's a game that I could say that's part of that profession um that i've played it's honestly one of my favorite games of all time that's rival schools (laughs) 
Rival Schools is a school-based fighting game because all the characters are high schoolers and there are only like a few characters who are teachers. And one of the teachers, uh, one of the characters, his name is Hideo. He's a teacher, and but we call him uh, Old Man Ryu because he plays exactly like Ryu from Street Fighter. When he does his hurricane kick, he doesn't get off the ground. He just he just spins around normally. So, yeah, rival schools is part of my profession because I want to teach in schools. <laughs> what about you, Alicate? What's your uh, profession? What game is based off your profession? Go ahead. Oh, man. Let's see. Technically, by age, I should be a college student. So, the closest thing that even came to mind was Fire Emblem, of course, because in uh, Three Houses, you become a professor at this uh, monastery. And you're like you're helping teacher like you're helping your students go on like a specific path and once you like build up like enough like support or like you build up enough rap- rapport with the students you get to know a little, a little bit more about them and while i'm still trying to like, figure out what i want to do like i like helping like teaching somebody has to be within the profession so like fire emblem would be like my guess on that pace all right then. and i guess all right then uh jen profession what game is based off your profession go ahead game based off our profession um well the closest is ace attorney (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah. the thing is i don't really do the law or like the ceases i more i more like you do the accounting it's hard for me to say i mean they're an accounting game no not really no so i'm gonna say ace attorney that's the closest i can go you go with ace attorney okay cool uh i'm gonna uh deadpool is still writing her thing out but i'm gonna con- i'm gonna just say her probably her profession's grand theft auto anyways um <laughs> game grand theft auto anyways so okay you know what we're done i i, I can't find none of, these, none of these none of these uh ask questions are good they're all trash so okay um, i mean we've been here for like a while yeah, we yeah, so, and I kind of want to end on a good note. So, um, Deadpool is still writing her thing. Okay, she says this. I mostly want to be an artist. Uh, she's an artist, so the game that kind of suits her closest is Little Big Planet. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. All right. Well, that being said, guys, I think we're done. Uh, cause yeah, that's pretty much it. Thank you guys very much. This is episode one hundred nine podcast. You. Uh, Jen, what's your closest statement for episode one hundred nine? Go ahead. Um, stay safe. Um, wash your hands still, please. Why? Because <laughs> coronavirus. Uh, Alec Indicate, man. Well, you are now officially a member of the podcast. What's your closing statement? Go ahead. Alright, Paper Mario is great. Don't do dirty stuff with kids. Uh, make sure you're responsible with money. Don't make... Only put in your... Just, just, just use your money responsibly. And use your power responsibly, too. Alright then. Deadpool, what's your closest statement? Go ahead. Uh, you write up. My closest statement right now currently is Tron 3 is coming out. I'm happy. Let's get it going. I've listened. I want to make sure the Tron Legacy crew is back. Uh, the cast. I want Jeff Bridges back because likely or not, Jeff Bridges did not die in Tron Legacy. I want Daft Punk. I want uh, and if they're gonna go with the tr- the original script, the Tron Ascension, where the grid comes into the into the real world and clue and maybe uh the um um the freaking uh computer program um. What was, it? what was the damn thing called? Um, that's not the CPU. Um, Tron. Oh, I, I gotta look this up. The M- not NPC. Damn it! I, 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 
I, I can't remember the, the bad guy, the Tron. Hold up. The MCP. I want Clue. I want the MCP teaming up. I want to see a full all-out assault onto the real world. I want to see the digital frontier. I want all of it. I want Tron 3 to be one of the greatest movies of all time. Let's get it cracking. And Deadpool says, be good to one another. It's what we need in these times. I love you, Deadpool. Mwah. Anyways, with that being said, guys, hey, email us at scrogergamebookings at gmail.com. That's scrogergamebookings at gmail.com. For any questions, comments, services, business requires, all that good stuff. Find us on Facebook and Twitter. Type of Scroger Game. Bam, Scroger Games. I'll be your home. Gone. But never forgotten. Find us on our YouTube and Instagram. Find us on our YouTube page at Scroger Game. You can find us on our Instagram at the Scroger Club Podcast. That's Instagram at the Scroger Club Podcast. And you can find us on our home base, soundcloud.com slash Scroger Game. And soundcloud.com slash Scroger Game. We produce episodes of. The Scrub Lounge, Scrub Center presents Scrub Retrospective Reviews, and our flagship show, The Scrub Game Podcast. If you want to get a hold of any of us, you want to support critique, Tom, find your boy on Twitter, Instagram at the Reckless underscore Fox, YouTube Reckless underscore Fox, and find all my latest game content on twitch.tv slash Reckless Fox. Allocate Indicate, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me at twitch.tv slash allocate indicate. You can find me on Instagram as underscore allocate indicate underscore, and on Twitter, you can find me at allocate indicate without ease at the end. All right, then, Jen, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at Jen Messina, that's G-N-M-E-S-I-N-A. You can find me on Twitter at Jen Pinchu. You can find my girl Deadpool with me. She ain't, because she ain't going, she is not going to explain, tell you where to find her on social media. Just find her here on Twitch.tv slash Reckless Fox. There you go. Well, that being said, guys, thank you guys so much. This is episode 109. And as always, peace out, bless up, and keep it working things 20 dollars or less. We bid you all in the do. Goodbye, and good night. Bang. Deuces.